Okay, what was your top trope of the year? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean me and the 17 cowboy romances I read did just give it away? <laughs> Hi guys, we are back this week with a little 2023 recap, but before we get into it, Sav, how are you doing? I am good. Sorry for um, being a little MIA. We just have, we took a little break and we didn't tell anybody, but that's fine. And I can own up that it was mostly my fault. I just have like needed a little refresh and have been feeling like super exhausted. And so I'm good. I'm excited to like have a little bit more of a break and for Christmas and New Year's. But yep, might be. Sorry we were in my <laughs> No, I think like December is just like a like let's just not in December. Like it's yeah. just such a heavy month. Yeah. This is what happened. I really needed a break when we went to Europe and I had this like beautiful once in a lifetime European vacation. But my European vacation was not a vacation because we were like on the go for so long. And so the break that I needed, I didn't really get. And so now I like really fucking need a break. So like, I just, I haven't stopped since like probably February. Like I have been constantly going since February. So my body and my mind are just like so tired. Like needed a break. Yeah. Which I'm going to get. I love that for you. Thanks. (laughs) So, um, my computer ate shit again this finals week. So I don't know if you guys were here in the spring, my computer ate shit and Sav had to like express mail me her Mac. This year, my computer for finals week went to shit. I don't know what is wrong. I didn't do anything. The screen is white. My dad tried to take it like apart. Like we did some YouTube videos, went to shit, had to order a different computer. And then it was just, I had finals week and then it was my first like holiday season celebrating with like a guy and like with Hanukkah you have eight days so juggling between which days like with which family members with this like it was just like it was just probably the most hectic like three weeks yeah of this whole entire year there was a day where I was like I'm emotionally unwell I cannot record today and then the next day Emily was like well my computer isn't working and I was like all right well we actually both hated this book so what if we just don't another week went by and I was like yep I'm not reading anything I'm still not emotionally well so let's just not do it this week either it was really just my like my kindle and my books just like staring at me because I just it's cold I'm watching Gilmore Girls for the umpteenth time and so I just did not even want to pick up a book I just wanted to rot on the couch yeah I've been rotting hardcore and rotting is good for the soul it is it is I will say we were going to read A Holly Jolly Ever After. And we did. We weren't going to. We did read it. We did read it. What? It was it was bad. Did anybody read that book? Like, I don't fucking understand. The first half was so good. And then the second half was so bad. It has so much potential. But once we got into a few pages in part two, and they, there was like 10 more side characters, I said, I can't. I said, I can't figure out who is who, what is the storyline anymore, 
how like I was just kind of and this storyline had so much potential. And I just have to say my little rant is we finally get a book that's about like Hanukkah has like a Jewish family. Why do they have to be so like so cringy Jewish. and like yeah, yeah so I was like, just kind of like Yeah. Like who this could have been a very nice, normal, intriguing book, but it was just way too fucking cheesy that I just couldn't do it. Well, you know what my issue with the book is, and that is that it's fucking secret baby, and I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of it. No, that's what I was just kind of like, you can have a holiday book or just any book where a secret baby is just not involved. We didn't need that. I'm cool with, like, maybe one or two of those a year. I'm no longer cool with them. And if I understand that, like, the secret baby is important to the plot of the book. But, like, can you let a bitch know? Like, I needed to yeah. know that going into it. You know what I mean? That's how it was. So, um, when I read Unravel Me, did I go on this little rant? I don't know if I did or not. When I read Unravel Me by Becca Matt, absolutely loved the book, right? But the trigger warnings did not match up with the book. So, like, oh, it damn. talks about how, like, there's a death of an animal. But they don't, like, mention that, like, she works as a vet. And, like, dogs are, like needing surgery not making it through surgery like like you know what I mean and like yeah. oh they mention like death of a parent but they don't mention that they're like her parents died in a house fire she almost drowned in a pool so like there should be like I think that sometimes some authors do a, such an amazing job of like getting the trigger warning set or if they don't want to like spoil like you can like scan the QR code and look yeah I think that like because you know how like pregnancy is on April Fool's joke like you, that's not like I think that that should be something that is mentioned. Like trigger warnings need to be yes. a little bit revamped. Yes. As someone who is trying to have a baby, I don't want to have surprise pregnancy drops. And as someone who had a traumatic house fire and burned all their shit, we don't need surprise house fire in a book. Like it's, it's no. there. Yeah. Just like say like trigger warning, like just put it there and like let people proceed if they want to proceed. Like, we're not trying to be snowflakes. Some of us actually have traumatic shit going on that we need to avoid. I'd rather have 50 sapphire engagement rings. Oh! (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, we can, like, cut this out if we need to because it does throw shade to this book talk influencer. So she is, like, a very famous book talk influencer to the fact that, like, she wanted, like like, a smut proposal and that even was the sapphire <gasps> engagement ring. No. Okay, who is it though? Yes. Oh, let me see what her name is. Do we like? I've... I mean, we don't know her. Okay. I will. I will come back with a name. Damn. Lo- Logan always posts her. I will come back with it. Interesting. I would not yes. be interested in a sapphire ring. Y'all know how I, or emerald. Y'all know how I feel about this shit. Or heaven but, forbid the pink diamond or the tram fam fucking ring. No. But I'm telling you, I was really excited about that book. And it was just like, I was kind of like, I'm saying it. For us to go on a year-long rant about how we wanted a book with some Hanukkah representation and for it to be so fucking bad. Like, be careful what you wish for. Never meet your heroes. Like, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> And it had potential. Like, you guys know I like Priest and, like, that whole series, like, no other. And, like, it was just. Not good. It was not hitting. Yeah. That's our little saga on where we've been. So, 
sorry. We're also not going to have anything until like the first week of January. So it's not, we're not going to get any better. We're just letting you know where we're at. <laughs> One thing that I need to talk about is, so Taylor Swift for her birthday went to the box in New York. Did you see? No, but I saw your note and I was like, who the fuck is Taylor? Like, oh, not yeah. first naming Taylor. Like, <laughs> I thought it was someone that we knew. So Taylor Swift went to a bar in New York called The Box for her birthday. So The Box does not let you have, like, your phone inside during, like, recordings. And it is, like, a kinky, like, sex club kind of show. No fucking way. Is it Yes. Yes, because it's one of the podcasts I listened to. One of the guys went for a friend's birthday, and he was, like, describing what was happening at The Box. And, like, very kind of, like, what we like to read stuff happens at the box. Wait, Alex Earl talked about the box too. Cause she went in yeah. London. Oh my God. You know what? Slay Taylor Swift. It's, it's Travis. I'm telling you, he's unlocking all these things. Cause you know, have you seen the video of Travis Kelsey from his fucking podcast growling into yeah. the microphone like a Yeti? Like that man is yeah. kinky. Sad, maybe we should add this to our girls' trip for New York. It says, it is musical. It is erotica. I mean, I can get down with musical erotica. I don't see. know what that means. It does have, it does have $5 signs, <laughs> so it might not. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> to book the table, kindly fill out the booking form or contact the madame via call. So this oh, is so like a... Go through a madam? Yes. Oh my god. And I bet they're totally booked out because Taylor Swift was there. Yeah. Oh my god, you do have to fill out like a fucking form. You can't just like see how much it is. No. This is out of our tax bracket, babe. Hate to tell you. (laughs) We can camp out and see who goes. It says, is there a dress code? There's only one way to find out. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well, I'm glad to know that that was Taylor Swift because you literally just wrote, Taylor went to Kinky Sex Club for her B-Day. And I was like, who the fuck is Taylor? <laughs> Not you one first basis with Taylor Allison Swift. No, her birthday was Wednesday, right? <laughs> we were in an Uber. And I was like, I saw my boyfriend. I was like, yeah, you know, it's Taylor's birthday. And he's like, oh, did you like text her? I was like, yeah, I did I text her this morning. And the Uber driver was like, you know, Taylor Swift, like, what if we just call Taylor up? <laughs> yeah, like vibe. Yeah, her birthday was on Wednesday because I couldn't find my Airs Tour sweatshirt. And Seth was like, do you have to wear the Air? We were going to Mexico. And he was like, do you have to wear this? I was like, it's Taylor's fucking birthday. <laughs> yes, I have to wear the sweatshirt. I wore mine Thursday to breakfast. Slay. I'm glad we're on the same page. Preach. Okay. Let's get into maybe what we've been reading, which I don't think is a lot, but we shall try nonetheless. So I finished the same time next year, which is Tessa Bailey's like festive novella. Love that it was on Kindle Unlimited. It was just like a good, hot, like novella. I gave it four stars. It had hockey. And I'm currently listening to Eyes on Me by Sarah Kate. I have no words. I'm almost done. (laughs) I just have no words. Um, I think that I will continue to listen to the Slicious Players Club because we read one of the books. 
for the pod, but I just think listening is just a different experience when it comes to this series. What have you been reading? I also read Tessa Bailey's novella, and I have her book pre-ordered about the golf people, which I'm excited about. I gotta be honest, I read some straight up smut novellas on like Saturday because I was horny and that's just what I decided to do with my time. But I read Toasty Inside by Zoe Mana because I saw this on TikTok. You know the TikTok sound that's like, what happened to hello? <laughs> like, what happened to how are you? I could not, there was not a plot in sight. The smut was not even good. I just was clicking to the end till I get to the end of it. So I would actually not recommend that at all. Then, then I started reading Trick Shot by Kayla Gross. Um, I haven't gotten to the end of it. And I'm like the jump scare that is going to be when I open this up and I'm halfway through because the whole thing is a threesome. This girl meets this man at the airport. He has like a thing going on with another guy. So it's going to be a, a threesome. And I only got half. It's like 400 pages of just one night of a threesome. So I don't think I'm going to finish that either. Then I read Snowed In by Catherine Walsh. This was actual perfection. This was like the holiday in love actually wrapped up in a little book. So if you need a Christmas romance highly recommend and then I started God of Fury by Rena Kent have you read or have you thought about I have not so I am still I have God of Pain that's what I'm gonna read next because I've been trying that's the third one before God of Fury yes so I need to read God of Pain God of Fury is two guys which I'm actually getting the recommendation from Judy my mother-in-law loved God of Fury so she couldn't recommend it enough it's not the two guys it's one of the guys is like just annoying like he is giving such fuckboy energy that it's hard for me to read yeah so I saw who the characters were and I was just kind of like because I have nothing against like male male but when I saw like who the characters were I was just like "Mm." like let me put it in perspective for you one of them is refer has a name for his dick and he's like talking like we talk about the dick as if like he is his own entity which like is is maybe like a fine bit but like it's gone on too long and so now I think I hate it yeah see I don't think I could do it and then last night I started reading Mafia King's Dario by Olivia Thorne have never heard about this book in my life just came up on my Kindle and I was like you know what I'll give it a go and it's fine see I'm really trying not to read like anything too spicy is there a reason for that I'm the opposite complete opposite of the spectrum I'm trying not to read anything if it doesn't have spice because I can't have sex at the moment for like five more weeks. Oh. So I'm really trying not to read anything too spicy. But uh, we can, I'm going to cut this. Are you masturbating or are you just like pent up and angry? Oh, no, no, no. I am masturbating. Okay, good. Okay. But... I was about to be, cons- <laughs> I was like, we cannot go seven weeks without an orgasm. Like, that is, gr- that is, I would be like King Kong, like in New York City, like, trampling down fucking skyscrapers no I really like was going to be like 
in solidarity but then I was like I can't no fuck that absolutely <laughs> fuck that that shit has nothing to do with you like I am already a very like pent up like stressed person like it was just I just couldn't yeah I, that's why I was like I'm concerned about your health if but so funny because he gets the all clear hopefully when he goes to the doctor and that's the same day I leave to come see you he's like what do you mean you're leaving I said I'm I said bye bye boo <laughs> we already have this planned <laughs> well I have that really good mirror in my guest room that you can send dudes <laughs> on so I mean that's a, that's a win <laughs> but I really might start reading God of Pain because Happy Place I think I might DNF it I think you waited too it's like it's like you didn't watch Love is Blind in time and like it's over like we've already talked about it you know what I mean like yeah well also I don't think she could ever beat book lovers and so Happy Place just really doesn't I might like listen to it on audio it's like depressing it's her sad girl book yeah I saw a TikTok last night. Someone has an arc of funny story which is the new one that's coming out by Emily Henry and she said it was her horniest book yet interesting which is music to my personal ears i might just like do god of pain and then go back and try happy place okay i think my problem is that if i currently where i'm at reading wise if i am not totally like captured by something in the first four or five pages i'm not reading it which is like so bad that is awful but i just like can't get into anything it's like maybe I have really high expectations because we've been doing this for a while and maybe I just need to completely switch it up so I don't know what's going on because I don't think I'm going to change my reading goal so my reading goal for this year was 100 and I did meet it but I don't think I'm going to go more than 100 next year because I don't like at the current rate that I am at there I don't know if I would make 100 again so I absolutely did not meet my reading goal this year. So my reading goal was 160 for this year. And it's because last year I hit like 150, 140, 150 books. But this year I hit, like I'm at 52 right now. But I think I'm like you. I think I'm going to keep it at like 60 and just see. But I also feel like last year's 2022's books to me can't compare to 2023 books. 2022 was hitting in a way that it had not hit before. I agree. Yeah. And like the way that I was just, I was reading like three books a week. I was just so captivated. I mean, 52 is still one book a week. That's good. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to keep it around like 50, 60. Because there's no way I'm going to most likely ever hit 160 books. That I mean, that was crazy. Last year was crazy. You hit an outrageous number of books, I think. Yeah. And so not happening again (laughs) so we are since this will be our last episode of 2023 we want to do like a little recap of the books we read of the pod so for our first little recap is so sad what was your favorite episode of 2023 Mm. my two favorite episodes that I like remember number 73 which was charming your dad and we named it is Doc Shepherd hot because we went on that whole thing about if he was hot or not. And then I also really loved Minx and the episode on Minx, which was here, Kitty. Those are good ones. Yeah. What about you? 
So I have two. So mine was episode 41, which was BDE, so Big Dick Energy, and it was Reluctantly Yours by Erin Hawkins. And then episode 53, which was Clone a Caspian, and that was Mischief Night by Delaney Foster. Yeah, you loved that book, too. Yeah, that series was just chef kisses. I feel like we shout out Erin Hawkins a lot, but like truly can't do it enough. Front of the program. We adore her. She's a gem. And she has another book coming out too. Yeah, which I'm excited about. Okay, top books of 2023. I think that we were supposed to do five. I have five and then I have like a bonus. Um, But I will let you go first of your top books of 2023. So I could not pick five to save my life. So I put six. <laughs> the first one was God of Wrath. Just no words for God of Wrath top tier psychopath kind of book um I really loved King of Greed I just think that was just something that I've never read before really liked it once again reluctantly yours Judgment Day so that was in the series by Delaney Foster um I ate up the Graham effect by L Kennedy I still think about that and then honorable mention is Unravel Me by Becca Mack the Graham effect was like would be in my top 10 but was not in my top five it was just so good. It was good. She released it. Uh, she announced that the next book is coming out in July, which I'm really excited about. Okay. Do you think it is like this will be a series? Like that's not a standalone. That's like a part of the series. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My top five are My Dark Romeo by LJ Shin and Parker S. Huntington. Powerless by Elsie Silver. Finn Roads Forever. These are also not in any particular order. These are just five books that I loved. Finn Roads Forever, because I think that one's at the top. That book was fucking fantastic. Um, and then the duology, The Crowns of Nyaxia, starts with The Serpent of and the Wings of Night. And then rereading Harry Potter, I'm going to lump into my top five. I think that like it healed my inner child a little bit. And because I, I didn't read it, I listened to it. I had read it before just like made me feel good. So that's that. And then my sixth, listen, this is not a, a series that I would say is necessarily good, but I've been thinking like it stuck with me. You know what I mean? And it was the wit sex series that I read about the girl that gets into witness protection after a serial killer murdered her whole family. And then she ends up in like a reverse harem situation with all the brothers next door. I just am th- I'm thinking about that a lot. Like, what a crazy fucking turn of events. And it just really stuck with me. <laughs> That's really funny. I think I think I have that one on my Kindle. Honestly, if you want to go on like a little ride, I would highly recommend. I I think that needs to be a goal of like a reading goal of mine for 2024 is to read more on my Kindle. My reading goal of 2024 is to get outside of my, like, fuzzy cartoon character romance book bubble. Like, I read, looking back, I read a lot of cartoon character cheesy romance, which is great, but I don't want it to lose its, like, effect on me. Yeah. Because I'm reading it so much. You know? I think it kind of happened with me. I didn't really read Dark that much this year. That, like, I usually do. It was a lot of, like, cartoon character Yeah. 
Yeah, we didn't read dark romance a lot on the pod at all. Mm-mm. So maybe I, we have I, to get back to our roots. We've like almost no mafia this year, which is crazy. But I really think that after reading Hunt, Hunting and Haunting Adeline, I didn't really know like where else I could have gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> if we're being honest. What was the craziest book that you read this year? Because I know mine. Ooh. It was you the go yours, of- but I'm going to look. Oh, the vampires. Court of- the Court of Nightmares with the... um. The spider fucking the spider and the dog. Yeah, I have some the of dog? the best. I have some of the best sex of my life after my boyfriend read the spider scene. You're welcome. I just have to put that out there. Spider fucking makes for good sex, apparently. I also, I think, if we're gonna another one of the spiciest books that I read this year was the Frat Boy. That one was spicy. By Nikki Sloan, where him and the girl move in and they do like the they're porn the, stars. Porn stars, yeah. yeah. No, we read a lot of really spicy books this year. I wouldn't say that Court of Nightmares is the spiciest book that I read. No, that book was insane. That, that book, book was, was fucking just completely insane. unhinged. Completely unhinged. I'm going to have to look at what my spiciest was. Hold on. What was your spiciest one? Spiciest audiobook was Powerless. Hands down. 100%. Spiciest regular book? I think I'm going to make it Judgment Day by Delaney Foster. That book was so spicy. Oh, my God. My spiciest book was Glitch. Do you remember that book about the audiobook guy? Of the normal people? like Yeah, normal people fucking. (laughs) I don't know how I haven't mentioned. Remember that little wormhole I went down? About the bonded series where they were all bonded to one another, and there was like eight. Yes. Of them. Yeah. That's an honorable mention. I think an honorable mention for me. Hmm. Maybe Wildfire. Yeah. I think it was kind of just like that was like a good in the middle honorable mention. See, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like it doesn't stick out to me because I read so many cutesy cartoon cover romances that like it's not sticking out in the same way that it should that it doesn't it's not getting the same love that it deserves, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Cause I think when we were reading so much dark ones, like dark books last year, and then Icebreaker came out, it shook us to our core. Oh, a hundred percent. We were never the same. Never the same. So I think that's my honorable mention will be wildfire. Okay. So reading wise in 2024, we are going to encourage each other to read different shit. If you see me posting seven books in a row that have little cutesy cartoon people on the cover, that's when you can take it upon yourself and say, maybe let's try something different. (laughs) I wish that there was a way. I don't know if it's like too type A of me. But to like go on my planner and write, okay, this week, dark. This week, cow, like, do it by trope. That would make podcasting significantly easier. So if you wanted to take it upon yourself to do that, that would make my life tremendously better. Okay. I'll do it. I think if you're going to be type A, like, just fucking send it. You know what I mean? Full send. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just going to own the type A. Own it. It's totally fine. 
Okay, what was your top trope of the year? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean me and the 17 cowboy romances I read? <laughs> Just give it away. <laughs> Big thing for cowboys in the year 2023. Mine by far is marriage of convenience, I think. I think that you will be a, a marriage of convenience stand until you are six feet under. I put enemies to lovers at first, and I was like, let me just backspace that. So I think the, for 2023, it was the year of marriage of convenience for me. But I think that enemies to lovers is a cop-out answer because everybody loves enemies to lovers. Yeah. Like, it has to be something different. There's, like, so many tropes under enemies to lovers. Agreed. Totally agreed. Yep, I was in my cowboy romance era, which is so funny because remember how we used to go on this whole thing about how we hated small towns and we didn't like cowboy romances because they felt so Republican. And then I just like jumped off the deep end. <laughs> but they improved. I think cowboy romances significantly improved between 2022 and 2023. Yeah, I mean, I think Elsie Silver is out here doing the Lord's work, personally. Yeah. She's carrying the whole team on her back. I think so, too. The last, like, Eden's book came out. And so I think that that will probably be my last cowboy book for just, like, a month. Yeah, I think cowboys to me feel like summer, so I'm going to take a little time off. Like, I want hockey romances in the winter, and I want cowboy romances in the summer. We really have to find a rodeo for us to go to. Okay, apparently there's a show on Netflix about the rodeo, and they're following the rodeo people. Have you seen yeah, it? I, yeah, I saw, like, some clips on TikTok of, like, girls getting, like, ready for the, like, national rodeo in Vegas, and I was like, hold up. There are rodeo influencers, which is I went to a rodeo when I was, like, seven, but I don't really remember that much of the rodeo. I have also been to a rodeo, but I don't really recall, like, what happened there. Yeah. I've yeah, been seeing this on TikTok a lot. What is your favorite micro trope? Like, what was your favorite micro trope of 2023? Like, very specific. Ooh. Does where's my wife count? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Specifically... When she gets injured or something happened and he goes, where is my wife? I wish yes. maybe, you know, take off the ring and fucking crawl. That's also my <laughs> group trope. That would never. I almost, I really almost rear-ended somebody <laughs> because I was just like, no fucking way did this just happen. Take off that fucking ring and crawl. Yes, sir. Like what else? I <laughs> Yeah, I think the where's my wife or like who hurt you. I'm trying to think like what's um what's like a light like a like a rom com microtrope. All I can think of is miscommunication, which like isn't helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Well I'm trying to think of like the last darker books that we read, but I really can't think of anything. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I don't think I read enough Mafia Men in okay. 2023, and like that's a sh that's shame on me, you know. 
I saw somebody do like they got like themselves like twenty six birthdays when they turned twenty like twenty six books when they turned twenty six. I was like kind of thinking about doing that since my birthday is coming up. I was like, there's not twenty seven books that I know that I want right at this moment. No, I feel like every time I finish a book, I'm like scouring the depths of my phone, his like of everything, trying to figure out what I'm gonna read next. Yep. Maybe yeah. I should be a little type A and like plan stuff out. Maybe that would help us. I think so. You know, I got I got it. I'll start doing January. If only we were like app developers. Like I feel like we could be sitting on a million dollar idea at this moment. Can I figure this out? Because you know I'm so like superstitious about like the first book I read of the year. Yes. I'm like, what like book or is like Sav and I gonna read? I know, because we gotta figure it out now because it's gonna take us 15 days to read a book, apparently. Hmm. I did put meet your meet your match by Candy Snyder in my cart though. Because I've yeah. heard that it's chef kisses. Okay. No, I think that's all I have. Yeah. I think what would help me next year is that if people, if you were listening to this, and I know that you're out there. Oh my god, wait, we didn't talk about Spotify rap. Did we did that come out after we did the last episode? I don't I don't remember us talking about it. So we know that you're out there because we saw your Spotify wrapped, which also super cool. Thanks for listening. And if you are listening and you don't follow us on Instagram, please go do so. It's at Spice Rack Pod and like slide into our DMs and tell us what to read within reason. I have a couple of caveats. Do not recommend currently to me Secret Pregnancy and do not recommend anything over 700 pages because who I have a full time job. <laughs> like who has that kind of time? My only caveat is, you know, I don't really fuck with the first responder, but if it's such a good book and it's the first then I'll possibly read it. But we can put something on like our Instagram story and be like, what's a book that we should yeah in 2024 maybe we should once a month try and like we asked for 12 recommendations and so once a month at least we'll have somebody recommend a book that we do do i like that idea okay live planning sesh i love it okay thanks everybody for being here in 2023 and for listening to this quick little episode of some of our favorite books and episodes from this year we are not going to have an episode until the second week of january but positive spin will be in person so we're going to record together because emily's coming to visit and then we will be back with you all on january 10th which feels like a very long way away so listen to some of your favorite episodes dm us facetime us if you need to have a little (laughs) time we hope you guys have an awesome holiday season thank you for coming along with the ride this year and we are excited for next year bye everybody Bye, guys.